What's up, ladies? You know who it is. It's your boy, Mr. Loverman. Trills himself. I'm not in right now, but leave me a hot message. And I'll hit you back. So I can hit you from the back. You know what I'm saying? Good afternoon, Mr. Williams. That's quite an interesting uh, answering machine service you got there. Listen, uh, last week in our meeting, we made it very clear that we need you guys on a segment all together as the pro wrestling shoot. I'm talking to you, Jesse, and James Beanard. We all need to be on segments together. Otherwise, you will be in breach of your contract. Now, I'm going to be serious for a moment. This is a huge deal. If you breach your contract, we are dropping the pro wrestling shoot from our label. If that happens, there's no funding for Trill Talk. All of your Trill Talk music is out the window. I'm thinking that next week I would like to hear you guys talk AEW together. Now get me back now. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. How long is this going to last? Pro What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I am Jesse Carter. Joining with me, as always, my co-host, James Pinard Jr. James, how the fuck you doing, man? Yo, how the fuck are you doing? Um, we got a week till a week and some days till Roseland, too. It's just uh, creeping by up By the time on these us. guys are hearing this, it's a week. So um, it's yeah. this Sunday, as they're hearing this. Um, six days away. So, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm excited for that. Other than that, man, I mean... Beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest today. Um, fucking beautiful, dude. I, I don't know. I, I was in a great mood. And, you know, weather can do that to you, especially around in my area. Always seeing gray and cloudy ass skies. You know what I mean? Uh, this, this is what I needed today, man. Other than that, um, people are shitty sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I know how that is um yeah the weather i know you're not used to the hot weather compared to what i am used to so it's uh, gonna be a chain of scenery it's uh just much colder yeah yeah no it's um i hate the heat I, i'm glad i live in the pacific northwest but when it's summer here um you'll take it, it gets, you know it gets brutal like it's brutal heat i don't know it's not even like bearable i don't even like <laughs> i don't even enjoy it that much because it's so fucking hot it's yeah it's just oh, yeah. not enjoyable for me oh yeah it takes a toll on you i mean just down here i think it was like 77 and it feels like just 
fucking feels like you're melting. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's brutal, man. I, I can't imagine what you go through, but uh, today it was like 60 degrees and I was hot. I was wearing a sweater, had my work boots on and everything. And normally I have like thermals underneath, uh, a, a sweater, a coat, a vest. <laughs> I'm like layered up out here when I work because I work outside. And so I'm always layered up today. I had no thermals, no nothing, just a t-shirt, sweater on, you know, jeans and boots. And it was just, it was almost too much. It was weird. It's weird over here, man. Like made me want to take my sweater off. Other than that though, it was, uh, it was beautiful, man. It was a beautiful day. I had, uh, I got to drive about an hour and a half away from where I live as a part of my job. I, I, I drive truck. So, um, yeah, I got to drive about an hour and a half away. It was a beautiful drive, and yeah, dude, it just puts you in a good mood, man. Yeah, you know, just seeing, like, uh, of course, it's way different in California, you know. You get to see, like, all the land, like, the outdoors, you know, trees and all that. Here, it's 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 way different. Um, but yeah, 60-degree weather, dude, I'll take that. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, you're gonna you're you're so fucking lucky, dude. I can't believe like that. This, I've been prepping you for snow this whole time coming over for Roseland. Um, it's it's wild, dude. It's wild. Um, it's gonna be like 55, sun shining. I'll take that. I don't want to be out there scooping up snow, clearing out the driveway. So man, I yeah, I can't believe how lucky you got. I, I mean, it's a blessing, man, because it's going to be a safe, safe travel over to Portland. Of course, about three and a half hours from us. I don't know how. I I've heard you complain about an hour and a half car ride before. You better get ready for this car ride. You know what? With having that job for, I want to say four or five years or however long. I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's just living on one of the worst freeway routes in America. It's like number like 10 in the world. You understand my pain. It's, uh, I'll get used to three hours though. So (laughs) yeah, it's about three and a half hours, but yeah, it's, 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 it's cool, man. I mean, after we drop you off at, uh, the airport the day after Roseland, we're driving about another hour and a half out towards, uh, in and out burger because you got me an in and out burger uh gift card and i can't fucking spend it unless i go all the way over there <laughs> so that's where we're gonna go man I'm gonna why go am i there. not we're surprised that he's going in and out yeah dude that's the <laughs> anytime that i'm in portland man i i make the hour and a half extra drive just to go get some in and out burger dude it's worth it yeah. man yeah um, i i enjoy it i know the wife enjoys it so <laughs> we're gonna yeah, Go catch it's, it's that good shit, stuff. Man. It's good stuff. And uh, yeah, you guys can take me down the salt and straw. I'll eat that up too. So, yeah. Oh, I'm well, knowing my wife, that's that's going to be a must. It's probably going to be one of the first fucking things we do as soon as we get into Portland. She's going to want to go into salt and straw, especially with it being nice outside. It's not going to be cold. So, she's going to want to wait in that line and go get ice cream. Yeah, that's it's just one. There's certain things that my wife, um, has to do when we're hey, on, I, I in don't certain blame places. You. I don't blame you. It's the same thing with me and my girl going to the beach like in 40 degree weather and just having a bonfire in like the middle of December. So surprising as this is, um, that's actually a normal for us in August when we go to the Washington coast or the Oregon coast. It's about 40 degrees every fucking time. It doesn't matter <laughs> like what part of uh, 
the summer you're in, it's it's always cold. It's it's a different beach feel, but we love it, man. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, Brian is coming down. I'm really excited to hang out with Brian. I, I can't wait. Uh, can't wait to see him and enjoy the show with him and hang out at the hotel afterwards and just catch up, man. It's it's it's. I mean, we we do a lot of catching up on the as we record. You know, he's been on the show a lot, and we catch up, you know, off air and stuff like that. And we text back and forth a lot, but. It's different, man. It's a different vibe when you get to hang out with your friends. So I'm excited that uh, this trip is so close, man. We've waited so long for this, and it's finally here. Yeah, it's crazy. Like February just rolled by quickly. Um, pandemic is still here, and it just like coasted by. And now we're already, you know, by the time everyone hears this, it'll be like six days away. My first, my first plane flight. Uh, it's gonna be a new experience for me, you know. Never been to Washington State, so that's another state on my list that I've never been to. So, uh, no, I'm excited for it. Like you said, you know, Brian's a good friend of ours. Like I said, me and you met him. You obviously met him a long time ago. I saw him for the first time when we went to um, Survivor Series some time ago and, uh, you know, catching up with everybody else. So, it's going to be a cool environment. Uh, I'm ready for Roseland, too. I'm ready for to see Portland. It's, uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice, like, vacation. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's a different it's a different vibe, man. It's a lot different than California. It's it's beautiful out here. Um, I personally love it. So yeah, it's it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, speaking of Brian, if you guys haven't went and seen our Roseland promo video that is up on YouTube now, go and check that out. Um, good good times. Go go check out our YouTube in general, guys. Uh, you know, go check out the videos and subscribe if you think that we've earned it um, at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. And, yeah, we got a lot of videos up there. We were live streaming every Tuesday. Um, if we're not live streaming every Tuesday, we're dropping videos. Sometimes we drop extra videos. Uh, we do a lot of different stuff. We'll do a live stream. We do talks about video games. We do uh, coverage of the best of kind of situations uh, last Last Tuesday, we talked uh, an AEW preview for AEW Dynamite, which was uh, this last week of this last week's Dynamite, not the uh, well, two weeks ago's Dynamite, <laughs> I guess, as you're hearing this. It's confusing by the time we record, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we got all that stuff up. Um, actually, um, one of our videos got slid into the algorithm, which is kind of nice. Uh, our first ever video that we posted on YouTube has now hit 1K views. Um, pretty pretty awesome milestone. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it was something, um, it took a while, but it's a video that surfaced around, and I know when we released it, we were just seeing how it was going to go, and it's it's hit its peak, so... 1K is very exciting for us. I know not too many other people, but 1K is a pretty damn big deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited about a thousand views, man. I mean, um, we're you know we just started this podcast what two years ago. We just started YouTube this year, and for us to have our first 1K video from a video that was three months ago, not too shabby. I'll I'll take it, man. That just tells me that we're gonna have to talk more Dark Side of the Ring. That is our Dark. Uh, what can they do for Dark Side of the Ring season four video that we put up? Uh, we're gonna have to do like a predictions or something for it and kind of uh, yeah follow up with that because obviously people are excited about Dark Side of the Ring. Um, we can we can compile a list together and 
have you know revisit this subject. Obviously, it's a fan favorite. Let's uh, we'll we'll dig into that later on. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man. Um, I'm excited for the YouTube venture. I love live streaming. I didn't think I would. I mean, um, we've had friends. We we we've had friends tell us about live streaming for. <laughs> The whole time we've been on podcast, everybody's like, oh, I prefer video. And I'm just like, ah, I'm more of an audio guy, but I guess it's not about me. It's about the the consumer, right? So um, we got, you know, this audio podcast that we still do, and the YouTube is completely exclusive. It's it's all bonus stuff that we don't add to our audio platforms. Um, yeah, it, it, it's really exciting, dude. I, I'm excited for the, the YouTube. I'm excited for Roseland. I'm excited uh, that we're also on Twitch. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on for us. Um, yeah, man. I mean, what a year it's been already. 2022. Yeah. I know we had a tough time last year with our, you know, situations and, you know, to get into the podcasting world and think of ideas. It's uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of thinking you got to do. It's a lot of idea thinking you got to do with a team. It's, um, it's crazy. And yeah, we were kind of like, uh, you know, Let's let's stick to the podcast world for now, and then YouTube just popped for us. We've already done uh, two or three live streams, and uh, you know it's it's like in another aspect. Like you're, you know, the one discussing a topic. Obviously, me and you were chatting with the people in the chat, which I love interacting with the people live too, and you know, just hearing our reactions of uh, you know how we dissect the show or whatever's going on in the world. You know, I enjoy it. It's uh, it, I said we were gonna do big things in 2022. You know, we're already in February, and I enjoy the the YouTube streaming. So, um, and yeah, yes. Dark Side of the Ring is a big one. Like I said, um, yeah, we'll have to revisit that one because it seems like a lot of you guys are listening to to that uh, video, particular, and uh, I appreciate you guys checking it out. Um, one of our hottest audio comments. podcasts as well as our dark side of the ring coverage from Ric Flair. So, um, Eric Bischoff just, must be right. You know, controversy yeah. causes cash and in our case views. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's something that people are into. Um, I have no problem talking about the dark side of the ring. I actually really enjoy the dark side of the ring series. Uh, I've been a fan of all three seasons. Uh, I'm excited to see what they go with for season four. So, yeah, we'll just uh, have to check it out from here, dude. But as of right now, uh, what we can expect today on today's show is obviously we're going to be doing um, a watch along for halftime heat. Uh, this last, uh, so yesterday was the Super Bowl. Um, we're actually recording the Monday before the Super Bowl, but on this stream uh, or on this uh, on this podcast, you're, we're going to do a watch along to the first ever halftime heat. And I believe that was The Rock versus Mankind, right? Yeah, for the title, and it was a uh, empty arena match. Um, yeah, the, yeah, one of the first ones before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the literal pandemic match. Um, it's crazy. They've only, you know, it's crazy that I brought that up, and I was thinking about it. They've only done, I think, two halftime heats. I don't know why they don't use it as often. It was a brilliant idea to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree, man. Um, so yeah, that you can expect that later on in the Mm -hmm. podcast as well as what if taker streak never ended guys, we did a different look at, uh, our what if series last week with, uh, what if Scott Hall never invaded WCW? If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that. Um, this is the way that we are going to do the rest of the what ifs. 
um, from here on out. Go check that out and tell us what you think. Um, Taker Streak will be a pretty fun conversation later on in the episode, as well as um, we are getting rid of the botch of the week and we are converting it to Jesse's botch list. It is going to be my own personal segment, and uh, that will be coming up right after we're done with this opening segue. Yeah, man. I mean, how, how's your week been so far, James? Like, what, what's been going on in the world of uh, of you? Um. So I was actually uh, yes, Saturday. Um, friend of ours, the birthday was a couple of days ago. Um, my girl and her friends they went to a vegan restaurant. The boys we just went to a bar, um, and then we went to an escape room. I don't know if you've ever done an escape room. It was new to me. Interesting. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot different. You know, there was a total of eight of us. We went Are to we this talking one like saw like saw. No, type it's of like one of those. Or- um, no, it wasn't like one of those horror ones, like, you know, someone's in the room, you know, like scaring the sh- living shit out of you. Um, it's pretty much like you have to like solve clues and stuff. You have like an hour, just something like that. And it's actually, it was actually pretty difficult. Um, but we, uh, survived it actually. We got through the hour limit that they give you. Um, it was, um, if you guys, anybody that's in the Hollywood area, it was Escape Hotel Hollywood. I think that's what it was called. Um, no, it was it was a good it was a cool feeling. Um different for me. I didn't know what to expect. Um and yeah, you know, it's a different atmosphere going to LA. I don't go there often. Um and you know, LA's just LA, nothing's really changed. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um and just work. That's about it. Just getting ready for Rosalind too, just trying to build as much money as I can till then. And um yeah, just thinking of ideas of, you know, for upcoming shows for us and whatever is just going on in the world of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. How was your weekend, man. by the way? Uh, my weekend was good. It was relaxing. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I got nothing to complain about here. Um, it was, it was nice. I got to catch up with some family and, um, yeah, just relaxed, watch some movies. I'm watching this badass show called, uh, 1883. I am, completely obsessed with it i uh, can't can't wait for the next episode <laughs> next sunday i'm probably gonna watch that uh before the super bowl or actually uh, as you guys are hearing this that's already over but <laughs> so yeah i mean 1883 is phenomenal it's it's basically a uh what's it called a uh prequel to yellowstone the show yellowstone which yes. i haven't okay okay which i yeah, haven't seen about either yellowstone and, and I'm currently in the middle of Yellowstone, so I finished the whole first season. I binged the shit out of that this weekend, and uh, I'm on season two of Yellowstone. I, I know I'm uh, far behind probably people that are listening to this, but I absolutely love Yellowstone, dudes. And, and, and if you guys loved Yellowstone and you haven't seen 1883, go check out 1883 because that show is absolutely phenomenal. As well as uh, Peacemaker, too, man. Go check out Peacemaker with John Cena. Absolutely brilliant. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and do so. This is probably one of the best things that DC has come up with in my mind yet. Um he should phenomenal, have showed up for dude. the rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, phenomenal. I, I absolutely cannot get enough of Peacemaker. That show is good. Um, I'm I'm into uh, Boba Fett. I actually have a couple episodes I got to catch up on on Boba Fett because that shows. Uh, I don't know if you got if you're into Star Wars or anything, but 
those Star Wars shows are pretty slow paced and they, they take a while to kick kick up. So uh, <laughs> I'm currently just letting a couple episodes build up for that one. So that way I can watch it all at once instead of uh, watching one. And it, it, it's a hit and miss show. You know what I mean? It's definitely not like 1883 or Peacemaker where every episode is a banger. Um, same with Yellowstone. I, I haven't found an episode of Yellowstone that I've been disappointed with yet. Um, yeah, so just some shows that I'm currently watching, and that's pretty much what I did this weekend, man. Uh, I received the rest of our shipment for uh, Roseland of all the all the T-shirts that were taken up there, guys. We have merchandise over on Brainbuster Tees. If you are not attending Roseland, you can get them over there. If you are attending Roseland, come uh, come say hi to us at our merch table, and uh, yeah, buy some shit, man. Brian Williams will be sitting there with us. Um, trying to sell off our merch to you, act like he's your friend, but really he's just trying to sell my shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there for the looks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. Brian's a really good guy. Um, come meet Brian. Come meet us. Uh, have a good time. And and yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say on this opening segment. Guys, stay tuned for the rest of the show, and don't forget to check out What If. Taker never had the streak. This is the fallen news of Christopher Daniels, national treasure, inspiration to children everywhere, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Shoot! Y'all ready? (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Bitch. Oh, bitch. Bitch. Hey, bitch. Once again, it's your boy Trill with some Trill talk for you. Yeah, hell yeah, I appreciate it. Look, first and foremost, I just want to say, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, I know it fucking sucks having to sit through these two jerk offs <laughs> to get to me, <laughs> but congratulations, man, you made it. <laughs> so. So sit back, rejoice to not having to, to, to hear those two for a little while. You know what I'm saying? While, while, while I say some shit that I want to get off my chest. Now, I, I came out here tonight and I wanted to talk some wrestling. 
But it seems that I ain't gonna be able to talk about wrestling because of two certain fucking individuals. And you know who the fuck I'm talking about. I don't need to mention them right now, but like I'm, I'm sure that you motherfuckers all heard the little sit down that we had with the network the other day. And I know y'all heard me show my ass in that meeting. <laughs> and I know, you know what? I fucking know I got my fucking point across in that motherfucker too. Those two were talking some big shit. And I shut them the fuck up. Man, you should have you should have seen that fucking face, bro. You should have fucking seen it, man. Jesse was so fucking pissed. <laughs> and James, oh my god. <laughs> this motherfucker had the cringiest look on his fucking face. He got that fucking fucked up mustache. Look like the like the chubbier version of the fucking guy on the side of the fucking Pringles kid. <laughs> Oh my god, man. Like, that shit's so fucking cool. <laughs> but, alright. <laughs> but look. <laughs> I made my point in that fucking meeting. And immediately, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest. After it was over, I felt a little bit guilty. I was a little bit guilty, man. I, I actually felt bad, man. Because, you know, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're thinking, man. Like, yeah, man, your boy Trills has feelings, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're a little cold, but they still feelings. But, <laughs> but, like, real shit, man. Like, like, on some real shit, those two were my boys for, like, over a decade, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so I felt bad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even show up for the fucking meeting for him. I had some other shit to do, so I was on the fucking zone. You know what I'm saying? So they felt like that was fucked up. It might have been a little bit fucked up. Y'all think it was fucked up? Do you? <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> Hell no, man. Like, let me tell. Let me tell you why. See, all right. I'm gonna tell you a little story. So after Chill Talk last week. You know, I get on my fucking bus, I go home. You know, my lady, she she got a fucking dinner laid out. I'm talking about fucking cornbread, collard greens, fucking fried chicken. Like shit's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I eat that shit. And your boy catch the eyes and fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? I wake up the next day. And you know, it's the usual routine, you know. I'm, I'm getting ready to start my day. You know, I go out, get the morning paper, and guess who I see? That fucking neighbor again. You know, the one that lets us dog shit in my yard? The one I fucking hate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. So, so, okay. Usually, you know, he speaks, and I just throw up the middle finger like, fuck you, man. <laughs> but, but today's different. This motherfucker... Runs up to me, he's like, chill, chill. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, like, back the fuck up, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's like, he's like, oh, you gotta hear this, you, you gotta see it. So I'm like, alright, well, what, what you wanna show me, bro? This motherfucker proceeds to pull out his fucking phone and show me footage 
of these two fucking clowns, Jesse and James Petard, <laughs> doing a fucking live segment. Like these motherfuckers all on the nuts trying to be like Trill Talk, bro. Like they just hanging from my balls. <laughs> like, wee, wee. Like just having a good old time, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, like, bro, these motherfuckers need to give that shit up right now, man, because those motherfuckers don't have an ounce of charisma in their fucking bones, like, at all. And I'm, like, I don't even have to tell you how much of a fucking fail it was, bro. Like, like, I'm looking at this fucking video, and those two fucking standing up there awkward as fuck, and, and their dress fucked up, like, it pretty much looked like they're in fucking... And, and full fucking cosplay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this motherfucker, this motherfucker Jesse, he's got on a fucking, pretty much a fucking Hogan Tearaway shirt. This motherfucker's just infatuated with fucking Hogan. <laughs> like, this motherfucker's just missing the fucking, fucking mustache. Because he had the bandana on him too. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker look like a goddamn idiot. And speaking of mustaches, <laughs> man, let's not even fucking get on this motherfucker. <laughs> Pringle Man, aka James P. Tart. <laughs> fucking Pringle Man, aka fucking Super Mario with the fucking mustache. <laughs> 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 fucking Super Mario, bro. This clown. <laughs> These clowns, they got the audacity to stand up there. This motherfucker, James Super Mario Pitard, he's got some fucking tight ass shorts like fucking Stone Cold used to wear. <laughs> like all this motherfucker's missing is a goddamn knee brace. <laughs> like, these motherfuckers are fucking lame as fuck. And, and the funny thing is, I'm looking at the video. And I see like 10 or 12 people in the fucking crowd. <laughs> like that keeps me having fake crowd noise. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, this here's as real as it fucking gets. Right? Like, let them fucking hear y'all. Right, people? Like, fuck yeah, man. So, so, <laughs> yeah, man. So, so these motherfuckers up there. Doing the worst of worst. And that's fucking putting over fucking AEW. <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, just stop the fucking press. Stop it right now, bro. Because you know how the fuck I feel about AEW, bro. <laughs> oh, God, bro. <laughs> fucking trash ass promotion. Like, I don't know how many times I gotta say this shit. <laughs> like, I ain't with the flippity flippity spot fest ballerina bullshit. You know, fucking uh, uh, best friend fucking promotion. Like, I ain't with that shit they got going on over there, bro. Like, but I ain't even gonna get started on that shit promotion, bro. Like, because it's the fucking worst. And, and speaking of, like, the worst, man, like, they're fans. 
over there are even fucking worse than the fucking promotion. Like, like, I'm going to give you an example. Like, this past Royal Rumble, Ronda Rousey comes out, and I'm looking on Twitter. I'm seeing a motherfucker saying, like, oh, oh, man. Yeah, that was trash. Like, it was so boring. Like, you motherfuckers. Boo Ronda Rousey coming back. But you fucking cheer for fucking Miro debut? <laughs> like, fucking idiots, bro. Like, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, just fucking ridiculous, man. But look, I ain't gonna get on topic. I don't wanna get too far on topic, man, because I'm still pissed off. It those two fucking clowns, Jesse and James. You know what I'm saying? Up there on stage like two fucking robots. This motherfucker Jesse's up there like, uh, fuck Trill Talk, dude. Fuck Trill Talk. Fucking, fucking James Super Mario Pitard is up there just like agreeing with every fucking thing he says. Like a fucking mimic, a fucking mom or something. Fuck Trill Talk. Oh, 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 it's a me, Mario. Oh, yeah, like, bro. Trails is a bitch. Trails a bitch. It's a me. He's a fucking. James a fucking puppet, bro. Like straight fucking puppet, man. <laughs> like James up there talking that shit. This is my show, like, bro. Bro, I don't know how many fucking times I gotta fucking tell those motherfuckers. This is my fucking show. This is my shit. Just ask the fucking network if you don't believe it. <laughs> I know that comes off as shocking. But hey, I'm just calling it like I see it. Ask the fucking network whose show it is, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of the fucking network... Those motherfuckers have been calling me all fucking week, ringing my phone off the fucking hood, trying to get me to, to, to come in for a fucking segment with those two clowns. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, bro, like, I said they lost their fucking mind or something. Like, after this shit. Like, there ain't no way I'm doing nothing with those two motherfuckers, bro. Nothing, bro. There's no fucking way. Unless... The price is right. <laughs> Unless the price is right, goddammit. And we talking multiple fucking zeros. Multiple. So, network... If you fucking listen right now, and I, I know you are, run me my money, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> but until then, fuck those two motherfuckers. Just like that, man. And I'm going to keep this shit short and sweet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to fucking get out of here. But before I do, I got one more motherfucking thing to say. And I almost fucking forgot this shit. My boy Bob is hitting at me behind the curtain over there. So, this motherfucker Bob, he's just as fucking pissed 
as I am because those motherfuckers doing that little fake ass, weak ass, whack ass stand up routine. They were fucking talking about my boy Bob. Oh, oh, oh. We broke his arm. You know what I'm saying? So, Bob is fucking pissed. You know what I'm saying? And and this motherfucker told me before the fucking show, he's got something to say. So, so I'm going to let my boy Bob come out here and address these two clowns, Jesse and James. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Come on out here, Bob. Come on, man. Get this shit off your chest, bro. How you doing, Bob? You good, bro? Mm-hmm. You good? Mm-hmm. All right. I need you to know exactly what you about to say now. Mm-hmm. Because this shit's going to get out all over the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. So, let it be known what you got to say, man. What you got to get off your chest. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you motherfuckers that don't understand, Jesse and James Bob says, fuck you. (laughs) Man, I appreciate it, people, man. It's been real. Chill talk out. Yo, so we always do this, uh, what we used to do, this botch of the week. Um, I think we're replacing that now because I've called out so many botches. Now I'm just going to start making a fucking list. And James, I've left that up to you. Um, You know what bothers me in professional wrestling, and you know what doesn't bother me in professional wrestling. And as you've told me, you've, you've compiled a list of botches or possible botches that we're going to add to uh, Jesse's botch list. And that's going to be an ongoing thing. Uh, we're going to continue this list uh, for the duration of the pro wrestling shoot. We will add we will add and subtract when needed. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to do this segment every week. But, um, yeah, so whatever you have on this list, and I have no idea what you got on the list. Uh, for listeners listening, um, I have no idea what James has wrote down and what he's about to ask me uh, if it goes on the botch list or not. But whatever does go on the botch list, uh, you need to write down and save save for later. <laughs> yeah, we keep could, it on the list. You know, yeah, the list of yeah. James <laughs> or the list of, Je- list of Jesse. Yeah, yeah. This is this is <clears throat> my own personal segment. We have the the dirt with James Pennard Jr. and now we have the botch list with Jesse. So um I didn't want to have my own segment. I I kinda I kinda wanted what what if to be my segment. But I never technically called it my segment. It's more like our segment because we that's like a team effort, man. That what if thing is fucking hard we only got a few more weeks of that and then every now and then we'll we'll continue to throw more what ifs out there but it's not going to be an every week thing like we have going on with season three right now once season four starts it's just going to be a segment that we do every once in a while add it to the the arsenal of creativity from the pro wrestling shoot i guess i don't fucking know all right uh james i have my uh i have my corona popped open and I'm ready to hear this list. Let's go for it. Yeah, I think you should take a sip for everyone that you think it's a botch. 
<laughs> um, All right, we'll turn this into a drinking game right now. Yeah, there might be a good amount this, of them. This will be the ongoing thing, too, for the botch list. Anytime that we do the botch list, I'm going to have to have a beer. Okay, so uh, we got about, I want to say, 30 of them. Some I had to pull out of my ass. Some that I knew for sure that this guy over here, Mr. Cody Rhodes Mark, likes Whoa. and doesn't like. Well, Since he wants his own segment. Number one on the botch <laughs> list is now James Pennard Jr. Go ahead and write it down. Okay, take a, James, right, take a sip. <laughs> James, you are on the botch list for saying uh, that I'm a Mark. All right. We'll have to add that to the list right now. Um, number one. That fucking started quick. James and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> did you write it down like that? Yeah, I have an yeah, Good, next to good. It. I'm glad you did. Good job, sir. <clears throat> All right. So after a lot of thinking of a lot of jotting down. So yeah, let's start with the first one. Um, botch or not, lights out matches. Um now are we you, talking about on on dynamite or on a regular well, scheduled well, program know, or a paper? We know it from dynamite and you've been very okay, so, Yeah, but you gotta be specific here. Are we talking lights out matches for, for TV or are we talking lights out matches for pay per view? Uh we'll go T V. That shit's a botch. That's on okay. the botch list for That's, sure. That's okay. Uh your favorite move in professional wrestling, the Canadian destroyer. Not just any particular one, just all of them in AEW and any other, just AEW, any other company, pretty much. Um, that is definitely on the botch list. Okay. Hold so on. far, I, I owe you two drinks. On the first one, too. <laughs> I don't know if you took that one. I already one. took that one down. All right. <clears throat> Next one is uh, the Luchasaurus Chokeslam. Is that a botch or not? Are we just talking about the Chokeslam to Ray Phoenix? Yeah, just his choke slam in general, but yeah, that would be a very big one. Um, I'll 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 say that his his choke slam to Ray Phoenix was is on the botch list. Uh, all of his other choke slams, uh, I, I, they're safe for now. Okay. All right. Uh, next one: Tony Khan's tweets. His tweets. Yeah, that's on the botch list for sure. <laughs> that was about, okay. Uh, your favorite Britt Baker's promos. No, I won't add that on the botch list. Okay, well, we have just our first just one. Cause, just because her promos are not that good, I, I won't call it a botch. She's she's still learning. All right, so we got one that's been safe. All right, WWE's version of the Forbidden Door. Is that a that's botch definitely, or not? That's definitely a fucking on the botch list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Dan Lambert appearing like just in wrestling in general. That's the guy from America Top Team. Is that a botch or not? No, I, I actually like Dan Lemberg. I think he's fucking outlandish, and I think he fits on the programming. Okay, that was one that I was kind of thinking the same way. Uh, Booker T's views, like from his podcast, whenever something controversial happens, he says some whatever he's on his mind. Is that a botch or not? I, I I'll tell you what. Uh, the only thing that I will add from Booker T on the botch list is him defending WWE. Okay. His I'll WWE just, defense is on the botch list. Okay. I'll put, I'll specify. A WWE yes, man. <laughs> yep. Okay. Next one we have on the list is, um, 
something you were very on top of, uh, I want to say, a week or two ago. Uh, Cody toning the fans straight up, I'm not turning heel. Uh, that's that's definitely on the botch list. Fucking stay in kayfabe. Come on. I know. Okay. I, I realize it's dead in most fans' eyes, but for for casual wrestling fans, they're not going to understand what the fuck you're talking about. That is definitely on the botch list. Yeah, he should have just teased it or something, or done something like uh, like I said, Cena teased it many a times, just never mentioned it to fans. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, undefeated streaks in AEW. We've had a few superstars have them in AEW. Uh, Mira was one of them. Lance Archer, are they a botch or not? No, I don't think that's a botch. Okay. Um, okay, one you've been somewhat um, spoken about this. Abaddon not really on AEW television, practically just on Dark. That's definitely a botch. She She's so different. And, well, I don't want to say different because people are going to take that out of context. They're going to think that I'm saying that she's original when there's there's plenty of characters like her. Uh, Presentation-wise, uh, she should be on the fucking show. <laughs> so um, that's definitely on the botch list. Okay. Uh, next one, Kevin Owens re-signing to the WWE. Was that a botch or not? Ugh. Depends on let's, how you take it. Let's let's wait. Let's wait a couple months. Okay. We'll just uh So for now it's safe. Okay. We'll just put a question mark, give it a month or uh, a couple months. All right, your favorite Dave Meltzer, his reporting and his match ratings. Uh definitely on the fucking botch list. <laughs> can't you can't trust the damn word that comes out of these observers. <laughs> okay. Um when we watch uh, Halftime Heat, your favorite, Peacock. Is it a botch Pe- or not? Peacock is definitely on the botch list. <laughs> okay, that was an easy one. AW's picture in picture. When that's, they go to commercial. All, so it's up, it's up in the air for, for certain fans, but for me that is going on the botch list, and I'll tell you why. That takes me out of the match completely. I'd much rather you just go to commercial because I'm already out of this fucking match. Like I'm not going to sit here and watch a little ass screen of wrestling. And, and most of the time when they do the picture in picture, it's something important that's happening in the fucking match too. They go to the commercials at the worst time. And I feel like they have the worst uh, communication when it comes to in ring. Like they should let these guys know, Hey, slow it down. Don't do anything that should be full screen on TV with uh, commentating behind it. Um, it's it's just a terrible situation. Uh, picture in picture is definitely on the botch list. Yeah, I can sum it up with that one. I agree with that. I think there was a match. Well, there was one match. I can't recall what it was, and they had it in on picture in picture once. <laughs> My goodness. Um, so this is kind of one I put together. So BT, but keeping KFIB, like, how do you feel about that? Is that a botch or not? Like, do you care for BT, or should they just stay in character when they do BT? Uh, no, I I love I love BTE, and I think that. BTE has always been what it was supposed to. Um, and like, not, I guess what not I'm every is... wrestling fan watches BTE, so it doesn't really fucking matter. This is basically for the hardcores. I, I wouldn't put that on the botch list. Okay, like example, like the one if you watch today's, it was like um, Adam Cole. Like now he's cool with uh, uh, Reynolds and uh, Silver. So <laughs> I missed it. I, I I think I'm a couple weeks behind on it. Okay, so that one will deem as safe. Okay, uh, Tro Talk. 
<laughs> Tr- Trill Talk is definitely on the fucking botch list. All right. Fuck Chris and fuck Trill Talk. We'll give that a, a shitload of. We'll give those a shitload of those. Okay. Uh, the network. Uh, the network is definitely on the botch list, and I'll tell you why. They want us to fucking work together on doing segments with Chris, and it's it's damn near impossible even to look at his ugly fucking face. So I don't even want to to see him in in a Zoom meeting or a StreamYard meeting. I would much rather um, not have to look at him. The guy's fucking ugly. Um, it's his voice makes my fucking ears ring, and just the thought of him makes me want to go shit myself. <laughs> okay um all right <clears throat> the network intro talk uh same dumpster fire um the next one your favorite hopefully you go the correct way the librarian that is definitely not on the botch list and i'll <sighs> tell you why the librarian is fucking genius and uh you know what the the booking behind the librarian is on the botch list but the librarian concept is not on the botch list. And I'll tell you why. Liva Bates is a fucking saint. <laughs> this woman is phenomenal. And she needs to be on TV more. It's so sad that she is a behind-the-scenes person now. And Peter Avalon is a god among men. <laughs> I'll give you Liva Bates. Um, not sure about him, though. All right, so we'll leave that one to safe. Uh, QT Marshall. Uh, QT Marshall is definitely on the botch list. I can't stand a single one of his fucking matches. Okay. Lance Archer. I will not. I'm not a fan of Lance Archer, and I made that known. Um, but I am not going to put him on the botch list. Just because mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of him does not mean he deserves to be on the botch list. Um, Lance Archer is a good athlete, and I, I think that he's a phenomenal wrestler. It's just not for me. Wow, okay, that's number six of them that you have okayed with. The rest of them, uh, they're no good. They're still a bunch. Uh, I'm not surprised by this list. Okay, so that's about, okay, about two-thirds you said no to. Um, Was that the whole list? No, I still got two, four, six, about like almost ten. All right, so the next one is the FTW title. Is that a botch or not? Well... You know what? Let's put it on the botch list for now. I'm going to put it on the botch list just because I feel like it has no importance. If they, okay. if they build it into something special, then uh, I'll take it off. All right. Taz is on his way to suplex you. Um, <laughs> the praise for Hook. Uh, no, I I think that, you know, the wrestling fans like what they like. Um, I am not a, I'm not a huge fan of Hook. I think that uh, believability is out the door when I see this little-ass fucking guy suplexing a 350-pound man um, like it's nothing. <laughs> it's just out the window for me. Um, but I, don't, I, I won't put him on the botch list because I think that the movement behind Hook is absolutely phenomenal, and I enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Disco Inferno's views. Same with like Booker T's, but this is Disco's. Yeah, he's on the botch list, and he has his own list, too, on his shows, too. It's called the Disco List. Um, so <laughs> Good thing I him, brought it up. <laughs> him, him, and his, him and his Disco List are on the botch list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll have to fix that. The views and the list. The Disco List. 
<laughs> All right. I think the bot. I think the botch list is better. Fuck right. his list, and fuck him. <laughs> um, uh, Sammy Guevara's cue cards. No, I Usu- like that. I think that's okay. the best part about picture in picture. Okay. Uh, your favorite WWE Saudi Arabian pay per views. Um, Blood Money is definitely on the botch list. I, I'm not a fan of them. I'm not excited about watching Elimination Chamber when you come to my house this weekend. Um, it's not happy about it, but we're going to do it. Okay. Need to change them to adding in Blood Money. Um, okay, so the uh, picture I showed earlier for Veer Mahan is coming soon vignettes. Is that a botch or not? Um, we're going to put that on the botch list because every single fucking week for the last like three months, I think they've been showing this and he still <laughs> has not shown up. He's he's wrestling dark matches um, and they just posted that shit on their Twitter tonight to another fucking, you know, yeah. veer, veer is coming like, yeah, yeah. fuck out of here. Nobody cares anymore. It's waited too long. <laughs> yeah, it came just to a uh, main event. I think that's what it's called. Um, OK, you got a couple. You got three left. Uh AEW with the WWE signings, is that a botch or not? What what do you mean? Like former WWE superstars. Like, you know, someone just goes and goes to you know, leaves WWE. I'm not I'm not a fan of all the signings, but I don't blame a company for taking advantage of free agents. If you got the money, fuck it. Um, as for TV time, obviously uh, Dynamite every single week has been kind of all over the place. I, I, I don't know. The last last few weeks have not been the most enjoyable for me. And I feel like that has to do because they have too much talent. And, and now at this point, they don't even know what the fuck they're doing with them. And it, it's going to run into the same boat. But I'm not going to put that on the botch list. <clears throat> all right. You got two left. The IWC. The internet wrestling community? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, let's fucking put those guys on the botch list, man. Uh, <laughs> okay. The internet wrestling community is is something else at times, so I'm just going to keep them on the botch list until they prove otherwise. Okay, and the last one we got here is Goldberg. Is he a botch or not? Um, I'm not going to put Goldberg on the botch list, and and I'll tell you why, because I feel like Goldberg... You can't blame Goldberg for coming in and making money for one. And for two, um, he's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> I've seen worse. So um, Goldberg was a huge star. I can't blame him for coming back. Um, he's proved himself. The, la- the last match he had was actually decent, and it wasn't too short and it wasn't, wasn't too bad at all. Um, I'm not going to put Goldberg on the botch list. Okay, But, but I will is... put him going in, in a fucking title match every single time he comes back on the botch list. Okay. And that is all of them. So out of 30 of them, 20 of them went on the botch list. Damn. You didn't Um, even ask me about WWE creative. All right. We'll throw that one in there on the botch list. Okay. I knew knew where that was going to, I knew where that was going to go. I figured that would have been like one of the first questions. I can't believe you didn't even put that on the list. Yeah. You know, fucking WWE Mark over here. (laughs) <laughs> this guy fucking just sitting over here waiting for Veer to come to Raw. Yeah, well, eventually he's going to come to... I don't know when the hell he's going to be. 
coming he up. But he's going to be in AEW for all I know. <laughs> he ain't ever coming. All right, that is the that is uh, Jesse's botch list. That is my botch list. This will uh, return back to the pro wrestling shoot here in a few weeks. Uh, we'll see what uh, the the weeks bring us and see mm-hmm. if anybody else adds that list. I hope you have that list all wrote down because you're going to have to ask some more and um, ask. And the you'll same have ones. to repeat all the ones that made it on the botch list. And uh, we'll see if they're still on there. Yes, guys. And if you have any more for me uh, to send to Jesse, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter or hit us up at our main page and I will add more. So give them the uh, page. Two thirds. Two thirds of these. So about, what is it, like 66% of them you said that were a botch. Um, That would be TPWS underscore podcast, I believe it is. No, no. What the fuck? You don't know your own Twitter? Guys, I'm talking about the main one. Hit, hit up hit up James at TPWS podcast on Twitter. <laughs> no <laughs> underscore. You're the, the only too. fucking you're the only jobber that has an underscore in their Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no. So does everyone else. Probably Veer Vahan too. Veer underscore Vahan. All right. Um that about does it for this. Um let's get ready for a fucking watch along. Yeah, let's get ready for that. And uh you stay tuned. Shake the shit. Shake that shit. Shake the shit. Yeah. Shake that shit. Shake the shit. Shake that shit. Shake the 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 shit. Why you make it? Do what? I'ma hit it from the back while you're naked. Oh shit. I'ma bust my nuts, I ain't gonna fake it. This sample is provided to you by Trill Talk Music. Yeah, you've reached Jesse Carter. And if this is the network or Chris Williams, please leave me the fuck alone. Well, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but this is the network. And I'm just calling to confirm that you, Chris Williams, and James Pienaar Jr. are all going to be on a segment together on next week's show. I just left a message on Chris Williams' cell phone. That boy had a real interesting message tone, just like you. Look, y'all got some problems. Anyway. Y'all need to work this out on the segments. Now, I need you to get back to me. And just so you know, if you three are not on a segment together next week, you will be in breach of contract and we are dropping the pro wrestling shoot from our network. This is a big deal. All the funding will stop. I need you guys to get back to me. A-S-A-P. Have a great day. Thanks.
So that AEW Dynamite tonight uh, wasn't going to add this segment in tonight, but we watched it. I wanted to talk about it. Um, normally, I get on here and I critique some stuff about AEW. There was nothing to critique tonight, man. I thought that it was, I thought it was fantastic, man. <laughs> tonight was a fucking good dynamite. Like, um, it it was definitely in the B plus range for me. If I had to grade it from A to D, um, it was definitely B plus. Um, started out with MJF coming out and cutting a fantastic promo. And the whole time Wardlow is standing in the background fucking shaking his head. You know, you know that turn's coming, you know. Um, what I know that you didn't catch all of Dynamite. What did you watch up to? I watched up to, I believe it was up to the FTR, um, FTR match. So you didn't with, watch uh, the FTR match? I watched a little bit of it. Oh, and then dude. I had so to this, do this, some other this stuff. match was fucking phenomenal, dude. Sting looked like a million bucks in this. And um, I was really happy that, or sorry, not Sting, uh, CM Punk. I, I was thinking about Sting. I was really happy that we seen Sting and Darby tonight because um, we didn't see him last week. I, I can't remember if we seen him last week, but I don't think we did. Um, I was really happy to see them tonight. Uh, they didn't really do anything, they just cut like a little backstage promo or whatever with uh andrade which that guy looks like a fucking million bucks too he looks like a true star uh, we got a like i'm just gonna kind of skim through this man like we're not gonna like talk every single scenario but um we did get a tease for dark penta i feel like and i'm really yeah, I excited did see about that. that um you know i wanted to talk about that um I wonder, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be more members joining Alistair, or Alistair, Malachi Black. Um, I'm assuming they're doing this thing, like, you, you, if you get hit with the miss, you're joining the group. I feel like something's going to come up with that. I don't know why. I just feel like they're going to tease it, maybe. I know he's going Dark Pentagon. I don't know, I can man. see him maybe joining with them so, in the future. So you got Pac, who, got, who has the eye patch. I don't know. Some weird shit happens when you have these interactions with Malachi. We got Cody Rhodes kind of turning heel. He was the start of it. And then uh, what's that What's that chick's name? That, Ju- Julia Hart. Yeah, she's been Ju- having Julia her Julia Hart has, is like kind of going through some weird stuff. Um, now we have uh, Now we have Pac. And, it's kind of like it reminds have, me of the fiend, you know. It's kind of like the fiend, but where better. He would, but better. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you lose to the fiend, you go a different direction. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's somewhat similar. It's like something with the mist. They're kind of putting emphasis on like you it, get hit with the mist, something's going to change. It was excellent, character. dude. It was excellent. So um, obviously, talk about the surprises tonight. Keith Lee comes back, and he actually worked like a big man. I hope this is a continuation. I hope this continues in AEW because Keith Lee looked like a million fucking dollars tonight, dude. He faced the blade, tossed this fool around like a rag doll, looked great. Oh, you mean uh, Isaiah? You mean Isaiah? Isaiah, sorry. I was thinking about yeah, uh, Wardlow. You were thinking of Wardlow. So we're going to get to that, too. So, yeah, he tossed Isaiah. Um, dude, I love this one spot, too, right when Keith Lee was about to hit his finish. Fucking Isaiah Cassidy with that fucking scream that, ah! <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> dude, is so fucking great. Um, I, I popped for that. Um, yes, Wardlow. Let me get to him, too. Uh, Wardlow did not go through a squash match tonight. Wardlow... Um, had a good match with the blade. 
Um, it, it showed that Warlow can, Wardlow can sell a little bit. Um, it was good, man. It was a good fucking build. And, dude, Wardlow changed quick into his gear because, like, this Wardlow's match was right after, I feel like, that CM Punk. Yeah. Dude, like, the, okay, yeah, the CM minutes. Punk promo segment. Yeah, he was, like, in a suit, and then he goes in the back, changes five minutes. All right, you're ready to go. Yeah, dude. That was super <laughs> yeah. quick, super quick. Also, Jade Cargill, man. Jade Cargill. I've talked negative about her before. Um, dude, first of all, let me just say this. I've talked negative, but yes, she has the look. She looks like a fucking star. And tonight she wrestled really good, dude. And what was that chick's name? The a- AQA? Uh, AQA. I've never heard of her. Um, I yeah, should, I should stop saying chick. I'm, That's kind of I, I think I need to. Yeah, I think I need to record this of you like. Is <laughs> actually praising her for once. This is actually a shocker to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know if this is you giving him like giving her some you know feel, feeling for her after that WWE talk. I don't know if that got to you or this no, or no, just not at all, dude, not at all. As soon as she came out, I was like, all right, well, this is gonna be a sl- uh fucking piss break, you know. That's what I was thinking, but I I I didn't have to piss. <laughs> I sat and I watched the match, dude. Jade looked great. She looked fantastic, dude. She showed. A, a huge amount of strength in this match. I mean, gra- granted, um, AQA was really small, but still, dude, she looked impressive. Uh, and Jade Cargill in the future is going to be a f- is going to be a fucking star. Like it- I, I can see it in the future. She might even just overthrow Britt Baker in the future. I could maybe see that. So I was she actually I was actually sitting in everything pro wrestling's chat tonight, and I, I just kept complimenting him. And I can tell by Conrad's reaction every time he like read my my comments. He's like, "Wow, <laughs> like he hasn't yeah, said a see, fucking I'm negative thing too. about tonight." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and it's true. Like tonight, I felt like it was a B plus show. This this show was way better than the past. I don't know, three four weeks of Dynamite. I, maybe maybe more. I don't know. I really enjoyed the show as a whole so um yeah no uh kudos to jade man she looked fantastic um keep this up uh brian danielson is working wonders with this woman he is training her and and she's he, he's putting in the work with her definitely and you could tell it's paying off um what else did we get tonight uh we got the inner circle meeting the inner circle meeting um, so let's talk about that um inner circle did you watch that part I did watch okay, that. Okay, let's. And, let, I'll um, let you talk a little bit, man. I feel like you know I'm taking over. No, too no, much. you're good. You know, I, you know, everyone's probably wondering why the hell didn't he watch Dynamite? Yeah, I had some things to take care of, and uh, yeah, I got sidetracked. <laughs> well, but, go. Um, you got to go back and watch it because I know that you oh, watched course, up to the course. FTR match. Like you missed a really good ending to the show, and we'll get into that a little bit. But go ahead. Of course, uh, let's let's talk um, about yeah, it. Yeah. So obviously. Well, one, I was like, hey, Jake, hey, Jake Hager came back. I don't know where he's been. I don't know if anybody knows. They all came out. Jericho's going to talk smack on Santana Ortiz. They come out, whatnot. You know, and Santana Ortiz just tell him, when it's Chris Jericho, you just think about yourself. If we're in a situation where, you know, we need to be saved, you're there, but the main focus is you're going to put it on you. Um, I just like the back and forth going on. Even the mention of Eddie Guerrero, I like that. Um. And then it really picked up when I think um I think when Jericho looked at Hager and said we need to call the other LAX members, which I can see it happening. They might just come over. We had her um Hernandez like come on once I think it was on a dynamite one time. So um and Guevara's doing the same thing. He left before he'll do it again. 
eventually this group's just going to split. I don't know how long they're going to push this one. I, I kind of hope it doesn't, but yes, I think you're right. Um, and they're going to split. They, either, I mean, fuck, they dude, they've been, they've been together since the inception of AEW, pretty much. You know what I mean? It, of course. It, of course. And they, um, you know, they've had their on and offs, like they've had their disputes. Um, and then they all did their separate things. Jericho was doing his own thing. Sandra Ortiz was handling their business. And then uh, I don't know what's going to end up happening. Either Jericho's the one that just leaves on his own and they stick together or they all disband. I don't know what's going to happen with this. And we already had announced. Like, I, I actually predicted this, I think, on the live stream. Was it's going to be Santana Ortiz versus Hager and Jericho. How's that going to go? Who's going to get the victory? I feel like Santana Ortiz is going to get the victory. And Jericho's just going to get pissed off and maybe go off on Hager, too. I feel like they have to know. get the victory. Santana Ortiz? Yeah, I think they have to. Um, yeah, that's just going to push it. In Jer- we're going to get a heel Jericho. Let's let's that's talk about, I'm... like, when um, when Santana grabbed Chris Jericho. This shit looked like a, a shoot beef. Like, they made this look so good, dude. Um, it, it felt real. It felt mm-hmm. believable. Um, it was great. It didn't dude. disappoint. Yeah. No, it didn't disappoint Ex- from top to bottom. This was a perfect way to sum it up. They're going to disband this faction. I'm not sure who's going to be the one to trigger it. Sammy's already triggering that I'm leaving. If you guys don't get your fix, shit fixed, I don't know. Eventually, they're all going to drift their own way and go through a singles career. That's what's or tag team career for obviously Santana Ortiz. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, so um so the only thing that I really um and and you know listeners are probably going to hate me for this but I was not excited for for Jay White tonight. I just wasn't um I'm not a I'm I'm not going to say I'm not a fan. I'm going to say that I'm I'm unaware of him because I don't watch new new Japan pro wrestling. I just don't. Like I don't have the time to catch them on the hours that they're on. Or anything like that. I stopped watching New Japan basically when the Bucks and Kenny left. That's that's probably which was a few years ago. So <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I know about Jay White a little bit. I know Bullet Club's still a big ass thing. Um, I mean, I mean, they did say you're gonna get somebody on Forbidden Door. Well, he's one of them. He's still under contract with New Japan. I think for I like just three felt years. that he was predictable though, and I felt like for for casual fans, and I get it. Like people are like, "Fuck the casual fans." Look, it's not fuck the casual fans. AEW wants to bring these guys in too. For casual fans, um, they're not gonna know who the fuck Jay White is. They're not. We had people in our group chat tonight that were just like, "I don't know who the fuck that is." You know what I mean? Like they they weren't excited about it, so it's just uh it's something that they need to focus on in the future, um, not just pleasing the the hardcore uh, smart marks as they would call it the smart it's, mark it's, wrestling it's fans. It's kind of hard to surface that. Like I get it, you want to get everyone involved. It's just kind of tough. Like I was the same way with like I'm trying to think who who I'd never seen before. Like. Uh, I don't know. It just this is the way you have to introduce it to the new fans. That's just how it's gonna be. You can't. You no, can't and, and I'm with it. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm with it. But I just feel like you know. And Keith Lee tonight was just predictable to me as well. Like I wasn't when Keith Lee first came out. I wasn't excited about it. I was like, oh well, who gives a fuck? Okay, see, and I feel indifferent about it because of all the bullshit he had to go through, the name change, all the other stuff. Yes, Daddy Granite gave him help. Um, 
By the way, congratulations to him. He actually got married. Um, which yeah, I'm wondering when cool. Mia Kim is. I wonder if she's ever going to come to AEW if that's a talk. She obviously she's. I think her contract's already been done some time ago. Um, that's good to see him in this. I, I'm, you know, he was a he was a great potential superstar, and then main roster just plummeted. I know he had his. Obviously, he had some health issues going on. Um, it's it's good to see him. Um, Jay White to me wasn't predictable. I didn't think he was coming. I know a lot of people were thinking about it, and they're like, no, it can't happen. He's on a three-year he, contract. They're he not going to allow that. He was that. the buzz of the internet, dude. Everybody fucking knew it was going to be him. Like, So when he came out, I was like, oh, big deal. We already fucking knew. It. Like, if it's Right now, to me, I don't care about the forbidden door. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. It's not It's not fun anymore. Like, I don't care. At first, it was like, oh, okay, this is a thing. But now it's like, eh, well, you know, it, unless you're bringing like, somebody like Okada in, um, I really don't give a fuck about New Japan, dude. I just don't. I, I don't You're expecting like the bigger star. I mean, Jay White is a huge ass star. I think it's the same way. I don't watch New Japan. You know, it's not that. Could I watch it? Yeah. I just don't. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm lazy. It comes on at like I don't know what time it comes on here. It's. I think it's on Access TV or whatever. Yeah. I don't watch all New Japan. Would I watch it? I would watch. It's just. It's. I don't know. You'd have to catch me um, at a time that I'm actually watching TV in there. Like somebody was like, "Hey, New Japan's on." All right, cool. I ain't got shit to watch. I'm gonna put maybe it on. maybe that's an idea for us. We'll have to do a watch along to a New Japan match or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm <laughs> um, with it. I'm with it. I'm not like. I mean, I, I'm not like hating on New Japan or anything. It's just something that I don't care about. Like it's not. Uh, it's not my thing. I don't watch it. Um, I I have to watch a dude. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> I have to watch a wrestling show for a full wrestling show. I cannot watch it just because it has good wrestling matches. It, I can't. I'm I'm here to be entertained a, as a whole. I want to hear. I want to see. You want good you want stories. the entertainment, but you want the wrestling. I at want the everything. Same time. I want everything that yeah, professional see, wrestling and, involves. And, and, I cannot just watch it just for good course. matches. And that's you know, and that's how you look at wrestling. Just like same with me. You know, I want a mix of both worlds. Some people just look at it. Hey, I just want the wrestling. That's more important to me than the entertainment. It's supposed Everyone to be a fucking male soap opera, dude. That's what it was created for. I think because you're, well, let's be honest. Everyone's used to that because of watching WWF and all that. Some Bro, just I fucking on. grew up on NWA and shit. You know what I mean? Like I before I even knew about WWE, I was shown eight, uh, NWA tapes from before I was born. That's what I was watching. Ric Flair, fucking Sting, uh, Wahoo McDaniel. You know what I mean? Like. I was watching mm-hmm. old school shit. So it, this goes way before WWE in their drama. You know, WWE was always like cartoon characters. The only time that WWE really got good into like the soap opera shit was in the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and Ruthless Aggression. I mean, everybody likes to throw that WWE comparison out there. But WWE only had two fucking eras that were good. And that, <laughs> that was the Ruthless Aggression <laughs> and Attitude Era. You know what I mean? Nobody gives a fuck about the PG era. Nobody cared about the golden era. I watched some of the golden era. I mean, I well, I watched a lot of the golden era, and I liked wrestlers. But as a whole show, I, I couldn't like, I couldn't tell you that I was excited about a full show of like WWF superstars or some some stupid shit or WWF main event and all that stuff before Raw. Like it just wasn't my thing. If Bret Hart was on, cool, I'm fucking watching him. Shawn Michaels, cool, I'm watching him. Hulk Hogan, cool, I'm watching him. You know what I mean? Like that it's it's like the big stars that I watched on WWF back then. But um New Japan, I feel like if I watch it and when I have watched it, it's just been about good wrestling. Um to me the stories aren't there unless it has 
um, the Bullet Club or something like that. And I just kind of fell out when when I, I guess I got lazy and I just didn't want to learn more about um, these new these newer guys coming into the Bullet Club and stuff like that. I was like, all right, well, no, Kenny Omega's out. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Basically, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong. I watched like Jericho going there you know when he was doing his thing in new japan like i watched his matches but i didn't watch full shows of it anymore and that doesn't mean to say that i'm uh that i'm right you know what i mean i'm not saying that it wasn't good you know i'm sure people are gonna assume the same shit i remember us telling uh chris williams um who we're not friends with anymore but i remember us telling him dude you got to check out aew and he fucking refused and, and to me i was just like well you're just you're robbing yourself, you know what I mean? And I'm sure people listening to this podcast are probably thinking the same thing about me. Well, you're, if you're not checking out new Japan, you're kind of robbing yourself and that could very well be the case, but it's just something that I wasn't into as much. So when AEW kicked up, I was really excited. Um, with that being said, let's talk about this main event, dude. Um, I don't want to run this segment too long. We are already at 17 minutes, um, into this and this fucking podcast is going to be really long. Sorry guys. Um, I hope you like the show that much to listen to it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got some good shit coming up, guys. Like, uh, good segments coming up. Don't don't miss out. If if you have to pause and listen, uh, re-listen at a later time, then then do so. You don't want to miss these segments coming up, man. This has got some good shit. Um, anyway, yeah, dude. Uh, this main event kicks up. I was I was telling you I wasn't excited about it. Not a big fan of uh, Lance Archer. Um, Lance Archer gets in there. Um, they actually started the match from the back, the, the backstage. Like, okay. so there was no entrances, nothing like that. Like, uh, they were just fucking fighting on the stage all of a sudden. And then the bell rang, <laughs> um, Adam hangman page throws. So they had some like glass panel already pre-installed on the heels tunnel. <laughs> it was, that, okay. that was kind of fucking weird to me. Like, why would you do that? But Anyway, yeah, that that part was kind of corny, but he threw him through it, and Lance Archer comes out. He's already busted open. This is in the first, like, two minutes of the fucking match, <laughs> not even two minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, they go down. Uh, there's They're putting each other through hell, dude. There's a spot. Um, I, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Anyway, there's... Uh, there's a bunch of shit that happens in this match. Adam Hangman Page gets busted open. He He's really busted open, like, bleeding a lot. Um, at one point, Jake, the snake Roberts, while, uh, Lance Archer was trying to remove the mat from the, uh, from the ringside area to, to dump him on the concrete, Jake, the snake Roberts, all of a sudden grabs him out of fucking nowhere starts beating his ass. And Adam hangman page, <laughs> that is, is so random. And then he like does the little fucking twirl around his head. Like he's about to hit the DDT, you know? The fans start mm-hmm. chanting DDT, and he goes for the DDT, and uh, Lance Archer throws him off, and he's like, don't fucking touch him. You know what I mean? Like, this is for me. Like, you you stay out of this shit. Lance okay, Archer looked okay. like a million bucks in this. This is probably the best match I've ever seen Lance Archer in, to be honest. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I was thinking how you were going to expect this match. I know you said you don't like Archer. Um, I was actually going to ask you before I even did this whole thing, like, what did you expect? How did you like it when him and Moxie went at it for the for a title it was I didn't a like it. title same okay yeah i didn't like it you were just thinking like oh this big style match you were i i get what you're going with but yeah. um well i'm i'm, sure I'm also fantastic match. i'm also I a sucker for the these hardcore and death matches <laughs> i'm just yeah this you don't see it that often you know and this was more like a street fight to me and i i really appreciated it this is my style of um anything goes match 
I'm gonna I'm gonna call it that. This is my style of anything goes match. I'm not a fucking fan of light tubes. They scare me. Um, I hate when wrestlers put themselves through them. Um, granted, yeah, the, vi- the visual much. is really cool. It's just really scary to think about like something going wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I, well, I don't want to see. What do you expect? You know, Moxley was one of them. He used to do that all the damn time. When he no, was and in, I get uh, it, but dude, I don't want to fucking see anybody die on live TV. Like that's just not me. I don't. I'm not into that. I want these guys to entertain me, but I don't want them to kill themselves in the process doing it. Yeah. So it's just not something that I'm big on. I will watch them, but, um, I just feel like there's other ways to go about it than having live (laughs) rounds of glass going through your body. I know what you're saying. It's not a knock to them. I'm not knocking any, any style of professional wrestling. I'm, I'm really not. It's just not my, it's not what I want to see. It's just, there's a, there's an element of to you, like what I would want for entertainment, but not to that extreme, which I'm the same way. Yeah, so um, so I'm the same exactly. So Dan Lambert is. ends up coming down to this match um, randomly, fucking grabs <laughs> grabs one of the bars to undo the turnbuckle, and he ends up undoing the top rope, which was a fucking badass strategy because um, Lance Archer was mm. talking on a podcast, on, I think it was on Busted Open Radio, about um, not wanting to get hit by the buckshot lariat. So. Um, you take away the top rope. He can't do that flip over the top rope to hit the buckshot lariat. Fucking genius storytelling. I loved it. Um, top ropes down. Of course, he finds another way to do it, but uh, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, this. I we- did see the snippet of that. So there's this weird fucking move that's done on the from the ring to the outside on the steel steps, and Adam Hangman Page bounced on the not solid part. <laughs> Of the steps, it looked... Was it, was it on the side? Is that what you're talking it, about? Well, the steps, like, kind of caved. So, like, it's... Ooh, so, you know where the, okay. where the thing connects to the turnbuckle, right? Or the, the, yeah, yeah. the post. So, where it connects to the ring post, okay. it was out, and he hit, like, right in the center sp- spot. In the center column. Oof. And it bent, and you can just see, like, how he hit. And he just came with velocity, man. It was It was... It was a lot of, um, dude, it was fucking, it was brutal looking, brutal. Anyway, the match ends with... Um, I'm kind of shocked that you're already saying, oh, Lance Marcher actually gave me a good match. Yeah, Jake no, Cargill. it was good. It was it was excellent. <laughs> Lance, Archer, actually, Lance Archer... Am I getting pranked? No, getting pranked? no, you're not getting swerved in this. Um, this is this is a shoot, brother. Is it April Fool's, brother? <laughs> nope, this is a pure shoot, brother. Man. Anyway, um, no, Lance Archer looked fucking fantastic in this match, dude. I thought... Uh, I think he won me over in this one anyway. Um, yeah, it's just fucking all in all great show. Um, he uses the ref to go. So first of all, Lance Archer sets up two tables on the outside. And so you already know somebody's going through, they tease it throughout the match. Um, anyway, uh, so Lance Archer's holding on to the second rope, right? And, uh, hangman Adam page does the flip over the referee's back. To go in for the buckshot. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That was very creative. Yeah, it hits him off the tables. Um, mm-hmm. He gets into the ring, beats the fucking 10 count. There you go. Adam Hangman Page wins. Afterwards, Adam Cole comes out, takes the belt, holds it up next to him, and then puts it on Adam Cole's shoulder. There we have it. Revolution is set. Uh, Adam Cole versus Adam Hangman Page. Um we already called this last week. I was talking about it, man. Adam Hangman Page versus Adam Cole at Revolution. And I'm telling you, MJF from his promo tonight sounds like he's going to double or nothing for that for that unless, AEW title. Unless the injury bug comes to one of these guys. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, I mean, we're running, we're know. running too far on this yeah. segment, so I just want to cut it off right now. Um, go check the rest of this show out, dude. It was fucking good. B plus for will. sure. Must, best must. best dynamite that I've seen in a few weeks. I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get, I get it, but fuck that. Like the network, you know, they're, they're leaving me messages and shit saying that they're gonna about canceling the show and shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I told them that there's no way I'm doing a segment with those two unless the price is right. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's just it. That's just it. I think no, no, yeah. I think I got my message across because. My account's on his way right now. Supposedly, they made me an offer. Yeah. <laughs> of course, man. I'm fucking trills. Like, what the fuck you think? Look, he's here right now, bro. He's here right now. Let me. Door's open. What the fuck? He's knocking like that. The door's open. <laughs> oh, my God. This dude's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Let me call you back, bro. All right. Door's open. Dumbass. Yo. What the fuck, man? You knocking like a du- Bro, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Why are you looking like... Bro, are you looking like a fucking clown? <laughs> man, straighten uh, uh, your yeah. fucking glasses. Uh, uh, Mr. Williams. These fucking uh, glasses all yeah, crooked uh, and shit. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Come uh, on, man, stand up straight. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck, you didn't comb your uh, fucking uh, hair uh, like... I'm standing straight, These sir, fucking uh, suspenders, uh, oh. bro. Uh, well, I, I just woke up. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, the these are my favorite. Bow tie. Uh, Fuck, uh, man. Huh? Uh, Tuck your shirt in, uh, my, bro. My like, mom actually on, bought man. me this. Spruce up. Uh, oh. Spruce uh, oh, up. Oh, you oh, looking okay. fucked, uh, man. Like, come on okay. in. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking uh, well, penny uh, loafers and shit. Here, here you go. You, <laughs> All the, right, man. Uh, oh, what you uh, got for me, huh? Okay. What uh, you got, Poindexter? <laughs> okay, well, if you if you let oh, me talk, shit. I, uh... All right, well, you know, okay, I know, yeah. I know. The uh, fucking here, here network made me an offer. And I'm like, uh, where is it? Let me see it. Let's see it. Uh, actually, it's very right. lucrative, sir. I, uh, I'm sure this shit ain't gonna be good enough. You know who the fuck I am? I'm tr- uh, Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams. Oh. Mr. Williams. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, fuck. They just might have a deal. <laughs> Back in his days with World Championship Wrestling, The Undertaker was a big athletic mid-card performer trying to make his way into main event status. However, it did not work out. And as he arrived at the WWE in the early 90s, he was given a character that was one of the many over-the-top cartoon characters that Vince McMahon preferred. But fans and people hated. Many felt that the character would not be successful later on, but as years would pass, the character went through many different changes which made The Undertaker more unique, mysterious, and most of all, feared by other superstars in the WWE locker room. With the success that The Undertaker has achieved through the years, his character today not only lasted for more than two decades, but he still makes an impact to fans and to the current and future WWE superstars. 
When The Undertaker first came in the WWE, not very many people would have predicted that he would start an undefeated WrestleMania streak that would last for over two decades, from the time it started back in 1991 until it was finally broken in 2014 by Brock Lesnar. The streak was one of the reasons why The Undertaker is still one of the most popular superstars of the WWE today. His streak has become such a big part of his career that a match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania was considered to be the same or even as big as the Universal or WWE Championship matches. They were going to rebook that streak. Maybe The Undertaker didn't have a streak. Maybe somebody else got the limelight in WrestleMania. We're going to take a look back and see just who that person could have been and where The Undertaker would have landed later in the years of WWE. What if? What if? So today we are talking about what if the Undertaker streak never existed. We're gonna we're gonna do it a little play by play here right now, and we're gonna talk about some of the matches that he did win. Um, the Undertaker started his streak obviously with uh, Superfly Snuka, and in reality, um, the last person he beat was CM Punk. Sound about right, James? That is correct. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Well, what if the Undertaker's streak never existed? Um, we we obviously got to see him face uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Jake the Snake Roberts, Giant Gonzalez, um, King Kong Bundy, Kevin Nash, aka Diesel, Psycho Sid for the world title. Kane. Uh, which one? Sid. Sid? Sid. Yep, Sid was for the world title. And then we got to see Kane, and Kane came in at WrestleMania 14, correct? That is correct. So this was shortly after his debut of Bad Blood. Um, For booking's sake, we are going to say that The Undertaker never won this match against Kane. This is where the streak was never a thing. Because nobody even recognized this streak until think, WrestleMania, what? Uh, I think 20? it was... 19? Uh, let's 20. see, 19, 20, 20, 21. 21, okay, there you go. Close enough. 21 against Orton. So I'm going to say for booking's sake, Kane defeats The Undertaker right here, goes on, gets a real title shot, um, and then carries the title for a little while. Obviously, we still see The Undertaker face um, the big boss man later on at uh, WrestleMania 15. I'll give Taker that victory. He, he beats the big boss man, goes on to face Triple H, WrestleMania 16. 17. Wins that. Goes on to face Ric Flair, WrestleMania 17. And do wins DQ. that. Okay. Um, goes on to face A Train and the Big Show. A Train, wasn't it? A Train and Show in a handicap. The Big Show in a handicap was that WrestleMania nineteen. That was that was nineteen. Wow, nineteen. Yep. And wins, then wins that. That was his worst WrestleMania match, by the way. And I was there live. Anyway, um, yeah, goes on to face Kane again at WrestleMania twenty. We get the rematch. That he lost. Um, he never beat Kane at WrestleMania. And we're going to give Kane this match again. Mm. 
And I think this was Kane. Unmasked Kane. Unmasked Kane, I'm still going to give it to Kane. Um, Undertaker will eventually never face Kane again at WrestleMania. Okay, and at this standpoint, he is 10-2. and two. He's 10-2, and two, yes. He's going to go on to face Randy Orton, the legend killer. Randy Orton is going to beat him, confirming another legend under his belt and WrestleMania. I agree with that one. Um, he's going to go on to face Mark Henry. In a casket at, uh, match. What was uh, WrestleMania 22 in a casket 22. match. Um, Mark Henry will lose that match. Goes on to face Batista. For the world heavyweight Wrestle- title. WrestleMania... 23. Then... Wait a minute. So Kane was 21, right? Or 20? Kane was 20... Orton okay, was 21, so yeah, yeah you are right. at 23, and this was for the world title. Okay. And then he, yes, and uh, Batista is going to beat him there as well. He's going to go on to face Edge at WrestleMania 24. He's going to capture the world title from Edge. Okay. I'm going to give him that one. WrestleMania 25, he faces Shawn Michaels. He beats Shawn Michaels. But this leads into a whole year worth of booking between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels is hell-bent to get that match back, which leads us into WrestleMania 26 eventually. Um, this, is, this is a long-term booking situation. All year long, Shawn Michaels is interrupting in The Undertaker's matches. He's causing him grief. All to uh, finally come against... The Undertaker and, and get his redemption. Now, my question: So, this original match was the streak versus the career. Are we scrapping that out, or are you ending the career of? Um, we are of so Sean? we are we are still keeping this. Except it's not going to be streak versus career. It's going to be career versus career. Okay. And this one, and I'm going to give it to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels beats The Undertaker, gets his redemption, and retires The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26. And to go boil it down, so we had Taker lose twice to Kane, obviously to Shawn Michaels the, for his last match, and the other he one lost was... Twice to, he lost twice to Kane, once to Randy Orton, once to Batista. Okay. so And to Shawn Michaels. Okay, so that would be a record. He never, he never faces Triple H a second time or a third time, and he never faces CM Punk, never faces Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, Bray, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. None of that ever happens because we, we're going to end The Undertaker's career where it fucking should have, and that is against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 26 when we still got good matches out of The Undertaker. But that doesn't end there. Supposedly he retires. But of course, he's one of Vince's favorite pupils. Keeps bringing him back over and over again. We get a busted ass taker to the point that we don't even recognize taker into the ring. Kind of like we do now. (laughs) (laughs) His legacy is tarnished. And we never think of the Undertaker the same again. His career never mattered as much as it wouldn't as much as it would have if the streak was alive. 
So now that he doesn't have that streak, he doesn't have that legacy. He's still the Undertaker, and he still had those great moments. But the streak was never a thing, and the one that ended his career was one of the best professional wrestlers of all time, Shawn Michaels. Let's talk about it. Hmm. I guess the first question to you is, uh, would he be in the Hall of Fame by now since he lost to Shawn, and this was in 2010? Would he have been? He, yes, he would have already been in the Hall of Fame. He would have been inducted the following year, WrestleMania 27. Okay, and who is inducting him? Is it Kane? Is it, who is it going to be? Or is it Sean? Who would you have inducted him? I think Paul Bear was still alive at this time, was he not? Yes. Yes. Cause... I would say Paul Bear. That would have been the best uh, possible inductee. Yes, because Paul Bear passed away, I think, three years later. That's when Punk was bringing it up to him with the urn. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, so what do you think, man? There's not, there's not much meat to this bone when it comes to the Undertaker streak. This is just something that was asked in the community, so I'm gonna fan- I fantasy booked it the way that I wanted to be it to be booked. If he had no streak starting off in the beginning, we ended his streak seven matches in. I do agree where, we, where you're going with this. When they brought Kane in, he was unstoppable. He's the one that disrupted the match between, I think it was Taker and Sean. Crazy enough. Um, it makes sense to have him lose to Kane as the mask Kane. Um, I think I would change it and have him lo- beat Kane unmasked, in my personal opinion. Um, have him lose to Orton. That would embrace Orton big time as he was doing the Ledger Killer gimmick. And I do agree with your emphasis of him beating Sean the, beating Sean the first time. The second time, I do agree with that one. Sean was um, not sure how many. I think it was the rest three, two rest of minutes before that is when Sean retired. Uh, Flair, and maybe you can emphasize something with Sean being like the re- the guy that retired Taker and Flair. Well, so here's the twist in this whole story. Undertaker streak never existed, but for me, I'm going to give Kane the streak. Undertaker was his first match in WrestleMania. Let's look up all of Kane's WrestleMania matches. All right. I know that he faced Randy Orton. He faced Big E and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, okay. he, had a, he had two Money in the Bank matches and Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Okay, so here we go. So Kane at WrestleMania. The very first match was against The Undertaker, which in your case, he beat Taker. His second WrestleMania was against, uh, he had Triple China, H. and he had China on his side, and he beat Triple H. And he fe- okay. faced Triple H. Then he beats Triple H. That doesn't change. Um, Kane and Rikishi Paul with Paul Bear, Bear versus X- X-Pac and Road Dog, which I think it was just, uh, was that a tag match? Yes, it was. It was a tag match. Okay. The next and then one, we had the the street fight, right? Kane, uh, hardcore, Raven, Big Show, yeah, hardcore title, triple threat, and he faced Kane Raven and that. Big Show. Uh, Two thousand two, um, he fought Kurt Angle in Toronto, and he lost that match. But we're gonna have him win it. Hmm. He eventually faces the Undertaker again, WrestleMania twenty, as we all know. 
Um, then Kane is going over in that. The next and then one, he has the money in the bank. The, is he the first ever winner? He's the first ever winner. Okay. Edge was the first ever winner in the money in the bank originally, but this one is going to be Kane because we're keeping his streak alive. Still, okay. eventually he goes on, and it's Kane and Big Show versus Carlito and Chris Masters for the World Tag uh, Titles. That that match doesn't change. Kane and Big Show still go over. Okay, he eventually faces Great Khali, which I do not recall him re- in reality losing to Great Khali. I don't even recall that. Yeah, that's a Vince thing, but this is a Jesse thing, and Kane <laughs> goes over the Great Khali. <laughs> okay, so let me let me stop it right there. So we got one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. At this moment, Kane is nine and zero. Oh. Nine and zero. Oh. He eventually goes against Chavo Guerrero, wins that WrestleMania twenty four ECW champion ECW championship, and then, um, then that's that's a, what ten and zero. Oh. Ten and zero. Oh, yes, and, and then he eventually goes into a uh, another Money in the Bank match. Another Money in the Bank match in Houston, Texas. Originally, CM Punk goes over. We're having Kane go over in this match. <laughs> <laughs> now let me let me go back to it. So when Kane was the first ever uh Money the Bank champion, okay? Um did he win the title? Did he ever cash who did he cash it in on? Cuz we got it further that one. Did he ever cuz I believe that was the year Edge cashed on Cena. Do you have Kane cashing in on Cena? Sure. Fuck it. Okay. Let's have Kane have a couple titles in this one. Okay. Uh, eventually, he goes on to be in a uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, wait, is that the Battle Royal? No. After the following year, when CM Punk won the well, we changed it to Kane. Uh, the following year, another Money in the Bank match. He was in it. A fucking two-time Money in the Bank winner, Kane. And does he win this next machine. one? Does he win the next one? This would the be the king third time. of the money in the bank. And the original winner was Jack Swagger. Uh, yes, that's what I mean. Double back to back. Oh, okay. Well, this is number three. Okay, back to back. No, okay. that's two. That's number two. Three, isn't it? Three. Oh, that's the third one. That's fuck. the third one. So three time money in the Why bank. Why the fuck are we throwing Kane in so many money in the bank ladder matches? I don't what know. is going on? Maybe here? they were releasing people and they got to fill it up. Okay. Yep. Three-time Money in the Bank winner. Obviously, Kane wins all this shit. Let's just fucking spoiler alert. <laughs> Let's just say Kane, Kane wins undefeated. it all. He gets a streak. So, so what? How many? How many wins is that now? Are we racked up to? Um, let's see. Let me see how many. One, two, One, three, two, four, three five. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve matches. Sixteen. So we're twelve and zero at this point. Okay. Yeah, and he has a total of seventeen matches on a WrestleMania card. But yeah. All right. Well, so, seventeen and zero. Seventeen Kane and retires 0. at WrestleMania. Seventeen and zero. We eventually have Kane, Big Show, uh, Santino, Morella, and Kofi Kingston. Uh, beaten. Uh, I think that's next. Wade. Not next. Is it Nexus or that other group? I can't recall the name of it. We'll just oh, call yeah, him that. Yeah. Um. Then he fought Orton. Beats Orton. Now, do Kane they, and Brian Danielson versus uh, Dolph Ziggler and Big E Langston for the world for WWE Tag Team Championship. Um, I'm trying to think. I was going to mention. Do they bring up anything about them beating Taker, Kane, and Orton since they were facing off? Like, do they do any recognition? Like, 
I was, you know, I beat uh, Taker. No, I beat him too. So I don't know if you want to throw that in there. If that was the storyline. For what? Kane and Orton. Since you had Kane beat him twice and Orton beat him as well. Uh, yeah, well, in this story, Undertaker doesn't fucking matter because his streak was never a thing. Uh, Undertaker well, eventually let's just goes put into it depression that still, okay. and in a fucking wheelchair because he can't walk anymore. <laughs> Man, well, I feel bad for Taker uh, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an unhappy scenario for The Undertaker. He gets his Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and he keeps coming back, and he, his body is so beat up that he has to now go into a wheelchair because Vince McMahon just wouldn't fucking stop calling him. <laughs> okay, so let's keep going from here. So uh, Kane, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn uh, beat the Shield. Beat the Shield. How's that, man? Fucking D-Generation X is back, baby. <laughs> We're going to beat the Shield. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. And then, of course, uh, the Battle Royal is not going to be Baron Corbin winning, because fuck Baron Corbin. It's going to be Kane. <laughs> and that's how Kane is going to retire after he wins the Memorial Battle Royal. Okay, so in, going in undefeated. Honor of Andre. Undefeated. Undefeated. No, you don't have 17 any... and 0. Okay. Nobody beats the streak. Kane gets all the limelight as Taker is in a wheelchair. <laughs> I was going to emphasize. What if? Um, what if? <laughs> you already <laughs> ended it. <laughs> I was gonna throw in since you're fucking big, mic drop. I know already walking away. Don't want to answer the next question. I was gonna throw in there. Go for it. So since Sean is the one that retired, Taker, would you have a match between Kane and Sean? And maybe Sean beats him too. Maybe retires him. Retires Kane. Yeah, and ends the streak. Let's put the emphasis of. They recognize what Sean retiring people left and right. I think Kane overcomes that match. You just I, want I, Kane to lose the I streak, can't, huh? I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the way you are about Shawn Michaels, and all of a sudden Kane yeah. is the monster. No one can be. <laughs> yeah, man, we're fucking flopping the rolls here. This is my booking, damn it. <sighs> this I, I is could've... my what if? Yeah, this what is my if? Shit. What? <laughs> now, now you're going to make me look this up. How many times has Sean and Kane ever fought? What's their match record against one another? <laughs> look it up. Let's see. Kane And versus... then go ahead and add another loss to Shawn Michaels because he ain't beating Kane uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, somebody's got to... Re- no, I can't. Kane's not going nope. undefeated. No. We're, giving, we're giving him the no, whole not undefeated streak. Not in my book, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I do see it. I I can see it. The only thing I will change is what if Kane never got unmasked? What if he just stayed masked the whole entire time? Never changed it, just stayed in the mask the whole damn time. I don't know. I like unmasked Kane. I thought he was good. Let me see how many times they fought each other. Um, Let's see. I thought that was the better version of Kane, to be honest. Unmasked Kane or... uh... Yes. Hmm, okay, let's My see. My mic was muted. <laughs> yeah, it's telling you to change your mind about that one. Um, nope. It's staying the same, sir, and and everybody's going to hate my decision on this, but you know what? This is my what if, and it's not supposed to be a happy one. Okay, so... It's not uh, supposed to be what you want, James. It's supposed to be unhappy. That's good shit, We're sticking the... 
We're sticking to comic book form. It's dark and fucking mysterious. The Undertaker is in a wheelchair. He dies a very fucking unhappy death. <laughs> oh, Michelle's going to be calling you right now. <laughs> he um, dies a very unhappy death as a miserable fucking shell of himself because of Vince McMahon. I'm surprised. And Kane becomes the fucking... The mayor of Knoxville. <laughs> mayor of Knoxville. Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> Isaac Yankum. The undefeated streak winner of WrestleMania. Three-time Money of, in the, the Bank champion or winner. <laughs> One-time Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. ECW champion. A couple of tag team titles. Multiple, multiple world titles. Hardcore How champion. should have went out. Okay, so from that list we read for Kane. Um... Is there any other people you would have him face off, or just you're just going to completely retire him after the Andre the Giant battle bro? He's done. He's walking away. He's going to face Shawn Michaels. You added that booking in. So now I'm going to have to beat my boy Shawn because Kane is retiring undefeated. Well, wait. The Saudi Arabian prince has called Kane and Taker to face one more time. That's okay. And that's that's <laughs> and the uh, prince that's when Taker. that's when the under that's when the Undertaker <laughs> ends up in a wheelchair. <laughs> because that boy because money. he wanted to accept the money <laughs> he gets choke slammed off the top rope breaks his hip can never walk the same again what if all right i think that does it <laughs> um <laughs> that that wraps this shit yeah, the think, fuck uh, up man. so they fought three times doesn't tell me i have to look into this more but yeah they faced off three times candy sean doesn't really tell me who the winners were yeah, I, I can't even remember those matches, to be honest. One in 2004, uh, one in 2009, and one in 2010. couple times in tag matches, but I'm not counting those. I'm just counting the singles. So I know this is all fun and games, and this is all joking, and uh, this is basically the only way that you can really <laughs> fuck around and book a, a, a what-if Undertaker never had a streak, but next week we have Rocky never joins the nation of domination. And this one is going to go into detail. I promise you guys promise you it's going to go into detail and we'll have a lot more um, timelines and everything going into the rock and never joining the nation and never getting that Rocky push or Rocky never sucks or whatever the, the case is, you know what I mean? He never joins the nation of domination. And then they all started chanting Rocky sucks um, as he's Rocky Maivia, there's a lot of stuff to to dissect there and and dig into, and that is what we're gonna do next week right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as we're posting exclusive content there every single week, sometimes twice a week. Um, now that we're excited about YouTube, we're we're kind of doubling down on there. It was just gonna be once a week, but lately we've been busting out a couple videos a week on uh, <laughs> YouTube. So let's just keep this uh, momentum rolling. Um, yeah. Subscribe to us at the pro wrestling shoots. Uh, leave us a five-star review. If you think we've earned it here tonight. Um, also follow us on Twitter at TPWS podcast. Um, check out our merch store at brainbustertees.com slash other slash pro dash wrestling dash shoot. Um, yeah, and stay tuned for Rosalind this weekend, man. We're going to have a lot of exclusive uh, audio um, and some video stuff. We'll, we'll put some video stuff up on the YouTube as well for uh, some interactions with Malachi Black and Dan Housen and stuff like that. Uh, can't wait to meet all these guys. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
And until next week, man, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Pinard Jr. We'll see you right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting.